0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Trash, Trash or Treasure, Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler free recaps, reviews, and maybe recommendations of whatever we read that week. So, Amy, what
1: did we read this week? We read Wild, Wild in Love
0: by Eloisa
1: James. Wow. Bam. Now, this is a series I and fired it you. Is, I don't need you anymore. It is. So, a- listeners. <laughs> This is a series, and it is an ongoing series. Is it really?
0: Yeah, she's still, I think
1: there's seven books have come out so far. But the first one is called Wild in Love. It is called
0: Wild in Love, that's true.
1: And then that's the one that we're going to talk about later on.
0: Slash you can Google them because we know you know how to use the internet because the podcast does not arrive in the mail. The
1: series is called The Wilds of Lindo. Castle or Lindau Castle.
0: I should do the spoiler-free recap, otherwise we're going to be here all day. I'm going to be nicer to you. Are you ready, everybody? I'm going to be nicer to Amy. Go, Amy.
1: No. <laughs> you take your spoiler-free recap and you do it. Fine, I will. Better be good. It's going to be so With good. With hardly any ums in it. Save me editing time. Wild in Love Wild by in Eloisa love. James, the first book in the Wilds of Lindo Castle series that's still releasing books.
0: In Wild in Love, we follow third eldest son of the Duke of Lindau. I think he's the Duke of Lindau, but anyway. So we follow – he's a Duke's son, high up, aristocracy, blah, blah, blah. His name is Alaric. They all have stupid names because they will be named after famous warriors throughout time. And the Duke is super prolific and has many, many offspring to three women – And that's why there are thousands and thousands of these books, right? So we meet Alaric just as he is returning to England after – many years abroad so I think they tell you it's been about five years he has gone traveling because mm. he is he's not the heir and he's not even the spare because he has two elder brothers right so he kind of hasn't needed to hang around and then in his absence you find out very early in the book his ear, his eldest brother and the heir to the dukedom Horatius died he was crossing the
1: moss the the peat, like a the peat bog. bog it's a bog where out there in the boggy part the boggy of part of England, England.
0: <laughs> so there's this huge bog next to the castle and he was crossing the bog and died. So Alaric decided not to come home because he didn't want to come back and see that his brother was dead. Whatever. And
1: it is the Georgian era. Which yes, which is, is wigs. Im- it's important because of the ridiculousness of the wigs. fashion. Epic, big skirts. High heels. But in terms of travel, there aren't really any boundaries because the Napoleonic Wars aren't happening. So also he's important. pretty much free to roam everywhere. So he
0: is roaming everywhere. While he has been away, this is super important, he has written a bunch of books, travel books, and has sent them back to England and they have been published. And that's kind of all he thinks about. That's kind of what he's done, right? And upon his return to the docks, so his, his boat is like sailing into the docks right at the start, it is teeming with ladies, not just women of the street, ladies. aristocratic ladies. Wigs, powder. Yeah, it's just an absolute Muslims gaggle. And it turns out brocade. that in the time he has been away, someone has <laughs> started making like prints and, and etchings so you can buy like... like pictures and stuff that depict him doing all of the heroic things that he talks about in his books and massively embellishes on all the rumours and stuff that go around about him. And so he has become insanely heartthrob notorious across the entire (laughs) land. So he Um, comes back and he's like... (laughs) When, what? <laughs> he's like, well, he's on the boat and he's like, why are all these women here? Do they think we have royalty on board? We've come from Russia. Maybe they think we're carrying the ambassador. So they have no idea what's going on. And then someone rows out and he's like, oh, my God, Lord Wilde, you're back. And Lord Wilde, <laughs> Lord Wilde is not his name, so you're never referred to like that. Uh, so he's like, what? That's kind of the idea. Then we meet – so that's him. Then we meet um, Wilhelmina <laughs> Everett Finch.
1: Finch, yeah. to yeah. 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 something.
0: So uh, Finch, yes. we call her Willa. And she is at the. It's at the end of the season, and she and her best friend Lavinia, who is kind of her adopted sister because Willa's been orphaned for a long time, mm. uh, they have just come out of the season, and they are have been like the toast of London, the absolute toast of London. Got both got like you know upwards of fifteen or fourteen marriage proposals that they turned down. They've just been perfect. They're both gorgeous. Blah blah blah. So the Duke is ho- holding a house Smooth. party, a house mm. party for a couple of months at Lyndale Castle to celebrate his el- his now eldest son north's engagement to a woman called diana and so everyone comes to the house party also the duke's third wife is expecting a new baby so everyone's like that'll be great we can celebrate the baby if it arrives and yeah so then alaric kind of arrives and causes a stir of Epic proportions. Willow is quite intelligent. She's not so much a blue stocking as just very, very clever and curious. She's super curious about everything, and she remembers everything, everything she but, reads. But
1: she's also very like she's serene. the perfect woman
0: on the outside. Like she has schooled herself to be the absolute most successful kind of debutante on the London society. And and in in sort of you know when we're inside her conversations and her head and stuff, they're quite. She's quite like. Honest and upfront about that. She's, you know, that this is what men want in a wife, so but, in order to give myself the most options,
1: this is what I'm going to be She likes, me. like, rude banter with Lavinia, though. She's, she's got totally this, different with Lavinia, a, yes. And Lavinia is a bit more outgoing.
0: Yes, absolutely. A bit more
1: Lydia Bennett. Yes.
0: And so... She Lavinia had kind of succumbed to the love of Lord Wilde and all of the books and stuff that he would send back, and Willa never did. <laughs> she's Willa a never read girl. them. Yeah, she, skeptical. Willa never read them. She thought he was ridiculous and that most of his stories were probably invented, and that he probably had a hunchback. That was kind of her attitude. So then when she meets him, she's like, "Oh, you are attractive. That's annoying. You're pro- you're probably super arrogant because of all your fans." And then he's like, "I hate having fans." And she's like, "Oh." great. I'm sure it's such a hardship to have everyone love you. So um, he kind of immediately latches on and really likes Willa, and she wants nothing to do with him. And Lavinia falls immediately out of love upon meeting him. (laughs) And it's like, oh... It's kind of like never meet your heroes, yeah. so she's kind of out. And so that's kind of that's kind of the story. And then obviously the house party goes on and they kind of have to come to terms with trying to fall in love, I guess. That's mm. kind of it, the end. Good work. That's good. Thanks, man. Would you recommend Wild in Love? Not the whole series. We'll talk about that a bit later, okay, but just good. Wild in Love.
1: Uh, yeah, look, I would recommend Wild in Love. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I liked the the sort of humour with Alaric and his, like surprise fame. And that was I liked fun. I liked Willa as a character and the tone of Willa was mm. really nice. Mm-hmm. I like she she was cluey mm-hmm. and but she wasn't always making a big noise. Like she was sort of observing from the side and making yeah. you know witty observations. She was
0: a very controlled character in yes. public. That was really important. I I
1: enjoyed that. I felt that it was a bit it, hard for me. You know, like you were telling me before about the entire Marvel expanded universe and my brain nearly fell out. There's a sense of that in the amount of characters. Yes, because is it this. is a
0: first book in a series that hopes to set up a 28 million book series, you do get a lot of characters introduced. Yes, that's true.
1: But it is a nice family. So the Duke of Lindau loves all of his kids. Yes. So it's a very – it's like a loving – sort of community in this castle. Yes,
0: And they all, there's no angst in the fact that the Duke is up to his third wife. Like, he loves all of his wives and all of his wives loved all of his children and there was no, there's no sort of family
1: angst about it. So they're that. a really happy half-sibling family. Yeah, And that was nice, the sort of, hmm. I enjoyed the sense of family. Um, I was, like, you ask me now and I, I remember Alaric, I remember Willa, I remember enjoying their characters and their, like, repartee. I can't Cannot for the life of me recall what the obstacle to their being together was. I remember the bog.
0: No, no, the bog the is right at the sibling, end. But the, I remember
1: Horatius and then the, the bog moment the, at the end. And that's, Full stop, it's yeah.
0: about, full stop, well, it kind of is more nuanced than this, which I won't go into because spoilers, but at the core of it, the obstacle is that Alaric is super famous and is just besieged by people wanting to proposition him for affairs or to marry Uh, him or whatever. And she doesn't want to marry a celebrity. That's essentially what it is. She's She's like, I am an intensely private person, and I don't want to marry some celebrity that I then what have to fight to to make sure. And on the flip side of that as well, he's an explorer. So what is she signing up to do? Wait at home while he travels? Or is he going to give up travel and yeah, then give up see, a huge part of his heart? Like I don't that remember the
1: explorer thing being quite as big as an obstacle as it was. It was
0: the was she. It? it was that he would leave her mm. to go back exploring because he's infatuated now. But he's probably only infatuated because I just don't want a bar of him, and everybody right. else wants a bar. So of the him.
1: obstacle is: is it infatuation or is it actually love? Yes, okay. and
0: can she does is does she care for him enough to give up her sense of? I guess, invisibility to then become pretty notorious alongside him. Yeah, It's like marrying okay. into the royal family. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I love you, love you, but I don't want my life to be this. I don't want my life to be what your life is. And I don't, it's not your fault that your life is like that, but I don't want a bar of it. And so I don't it's know why that. I can't
1: remember it. This was like, I did read, I think, half the series over a weekend. So it could be that. I read three that, of them, yeah. Could be that I read it with such pace, but. I liked the premise, I liked the community, I liked the two characters, Mm. but I actually can't remember much of the plot. Lavinia, in my mind, is a bit more of a vivid. I know why you remember Lavinia's book. (laughs) So yes. So would you recommend it? So then that's an interesting thing to. Yeah, I would recommend it because I I enjoyed it. Mm. But when we come back to whether it's trash or treasure at the end, it's probs. Yeah, yeah, Mm. spoilers. So you
0: yeah okay so i didn't remember it at all like (laughs) as in i remembered we read it and i thought it was at least two out of three parts ridiculous so i couldn't remember it well enough to say whether or not i would have recommended it so i had to go back and read it so my point is that i actually have read this book in the last three days or whatever it was real fun it was so much funner than i remembered and he was fun and she was fun and it was, re- you know what? And I- this is actually central. And people who have listened to the podcast all the way through are going to be like, "Oh yeah, we're kind of getting how Kim approaches romance novels." She had every choice in the world. She did not have to marry him. So mm, she'd been given she fourteen wasn't. offers of of marriage. She was likely to get fourteen more. She didn't have a she financial was imperative. Her parents had left her a ton of money. So if she chose not to marry, she could just set up her own establishment. Being eccentric, everybody would still invite her everywhere. Everybody loved her. She And as many suitors as he had, she had as many coming and following her along as well. And he made that point at some point in the book and she was like, yeah, but when I marry one of them, the others will lose interest. When you marry, you're still a spectacle. You're still an object of people's interest Mm -hmm. when you marry. Yeah, so that was really interesting. And there was one bit towards the end where I was a little bit like, uh, (laughs) like where I got my kind of, gross, like one of her inner monologues, and I'm like, oh, no, darling, call, phone a friend. You shouldn't have be having thoughts like that. Uh, but on the whole, it was splendid. It was really fun and funny, and it's actually made me want to go because I read the first three in the series. So it does her, and then it does North and his fiance Diana, and it does Lavinia, Lavinia and Path, who He's, is like a ward of the Dukes, right? Yep. And so those three – Boys were kind of the ones who were of an age and grew up together, and were
1: and we meet them all. We meet in them all, this first and
0: book. they all are each with the person who's going to be their lead, like romantic interest in their book. That's why I think I've only read. So those three. yes, that's what I'm saying because I, when I finished it, I was like, yes, I do want to know what Livinia and Path's story is. I do want to know what happens with North and Diana, um, and so. I did read those three and then I had no impetus to go on. It's a little bit like the Bridgertons where you read sort of the first – you read up to Colin and then you're like, I don't really know. I'm not really great friends with anybody else. But I think it's
1: because in those three books we meet some of the others like then it switches to some of the girls and they're teenagers at the beginning. Yes, that's my point, And we yeah. have this this issue with the, the little ones that you've watched grow up in books. And, and then, now we're supposed
0: to read a sex scene that they're in and I'm like, like no oh, thanks. <laughs>
1: it's
0: awkward. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I would say – I would like thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. And look, it's not. I have absolute beyond. It was fun, and the characters were fun, and which is my
1: recommendation. Yeah, it's
0: fun. The characters are fun. Yep, and it didn't give me any of that kind of feminist cringe that I can sometimes get when reading. it's
1: Vividly memorable.
0: I wouldn't say it's vividly memorable because we both completely forgot it. (laughs) But and again, I remember Lavinia's book is the one I remember the most. Yes. North and Diana, I didn't remember theirs at all. I had to Google them. Yeah,
1: I remember it happened. I remember their storyline. Lavinia was in that, so that's why I was reading yes. it.
0: Well, so in North <laughs> and Diana, they were in that first book, but you don't, yeah. you don't kind of – I was like, I can't remember what we do with you next. I remembered their storyline from the first book. I didn't remember their whole book. So I would say, yeah, it's definitely worth going. And even I would recommend to you, Ames, it's totally worth going back and having a read.
1: Okay. Well, I'm thinking it um, you because you're retelling it and I was like, oh. It is re- it is quite fun. I remember, I just remember it was so busy and I was trying to get my head around the world. Yes. So maybe on a second reread. So the, the next two books is Wild and Love, then Too Wild to Wed. Yeah. That's North and Diana. And then the third one is Born to be Wild, uh-huh. book three. And then...
0: And then I think you go to, like, the eldest sister gets married next, and it was kind of a – it does – it gives you, like, a hint in that one as to what's coming next, and we were not enticed and did not read any further. No, it
1: gives you, like, a little epilogue at the yeah. end, and we were like, oh, no, you know why? Because the character that we meet in the epilogue at the end of the third book
0: had been a bit of a dick. That's right. I remember he was like – yeah, he's like a – has come from, from war as an a-hole or something.
1: And we were like – don't like you. Mm. So, anyway, obviously, his story is about his redemption into being a good person. But we were like, no, thank yeah. you. We don't care about yeah, your story. The trailer didn't sell us. No. Okay. So, yes, I would recommend for sure. So here's the question. Then mm. we have this vibed out that I'm classifying this one as trash mm. because I think it's a enjoyable, frivolous. Fun, but with a bit of separation. I can't remember it massively vividly. Yeah. But it sounds like you might be hovering in that grey area between treasure and trash because of the rereadability. It's just trash. Okay. It is trash. And because I think it's that thing where if
0: I had remembered it, I wouldn't have reread it. Not not Uh, in a way where I was like, like, it was fun to rediscover it for sure. I had a great time. And I think because of just the fallout of my brain ability of the book – it is fun that you can that potentially in five years or ten you years' time. You
1: can forget it and then go back I can and read reread it setup. and be like,
0: this was fun. But it's not something like I would reread. Oh, there are so many books. Like the Bridgerton series, the ones in that that I love, love, love. Or some Anne Gracie. Like Perfect, right? Perfect, Ray. Right? Yes. Reread,
1: reread, reread. I would reread
0: that still remembering every single moment and beat that happens in that book. Yes. I would then go and reread it. Yeah. If I could remember this book beat by beat by beat. I do not see the need to reread it. I think that's where I'm at. So for me, it is trash, but thoroughly delicious, satisfying, fun trash.
1: And I do enjoy that Eloisa James sets a lot of her books, not in the Regency, but in the Georgian era. And the Georgian era is a lot more freer and and liberated. So the behaviours of the characters is, you can... It's a little bit more relatable, I think, as well. Yeah, it's a bit, well, it's a bit more wild, which is maybe why this series is called Mm. Wild. Uh And on that
0: note... We need to stop. On that note, that's all! That's all! Join us again next time when we will give you more spoiler free recommendations, maybe reviews, recaps for sure, of whatever we read. And until then, happy, happy reading! reading.